0: And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Chewing the Fat. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. Welcome. I can't believe that we are five months into this thing, this pandemic, this horrific COVID-19 world that we're living in and we still are now concerned about dr pepper disappearing from the shelves apparently dr pepper is having a tough time uh they're working on it according to their tweet so breathe easy dry your eyes Their tweet said, having troubles finding your favorite Dr. Pepper product? We're doing everything we can to get it back into your hands. That means working with our distribution partners to keep shelves stocked nationwide while ensuring the safety of our employees. We appreciate your patience and encourage you to contact your local retailer directly for the most up-to-date availability of Dr. Pepper products. Now, we know that we've had an aluminum can issue since the start of this thing i know it's a pandemic i got it apparently we didn't realize that since we were gonna close down restaurants (laughs) and close down all the places where people drink their sodas people were gonna have to drink sodas at home So all the beer and soda companies started running out of cans. It also meant the first few months. And I think most states have started to allow you to bring back your cans and bottles. The states that have uh, deposit fees in the beginning said you couldn't bring them back. So the recycling companies that were picking those cans and bottles up Weren't picking them up because there was nothing to pick up. So that made the shortage. And then they had to try to find other places to get the aluminum and the cans and the bottles. It was, you know, it's an amazing thing. The cycle of things. And so now we're five months in and we're struggling at Dr. Pepper. If you can't find your Dr. Pepper, dry your eyes. They're working on it. Now I know it was reported A little while ago that coca-cola was having that problem i know beer companies were having that problem i can honestly say that i have not had an issue since the beginning of the pandemic on the coca-cola zeros so or the coca-cola maybe some of the other you know minor flavors they adjusted their output but for regular coca-cola and regular coke zero they uh, I never saw a uh, a problem I still had those items in my home. perhaps Dr. Pepper should cut back on the Dr. Pepper and cream soda and whatever other flavors they make and just put that regular Dr. Pepper on the shelves but what do I know? all I know it's chewing the fat <laughs> Welcome to Fat Pile Friday. We got stories and I've just got, uh, you know, headlines that we're going to get to to try to get through some of the things that we missed and some of the newer stories so you can, uh, you know, end your week for those of you listening live on the 14th of August, 2020 with, you know, information and things that, you you know, may or may not need to know but I absolutely believe that you need to know it. Did you watch yesterday where Steve-O had duct taped himself to a billboard in Los Angeles. Uh, the reason I asked it, because the video was uh, live and I ended up, of course, watching it. Um, I know that uh, Sky Fox in LA with my man, Stu Mundell was there, uh, you know, hovering over the billboard and hovering over the corner and uh, showing Steve-O uh, duct taped to the billboard, promoting his new, steve comedy special. And for those of you, you know, don't remember steve you know, from the Jackass uh, series and movies and films. Anyway, he didn't really tape himself to the billboard. I mean, it, he had a little ledge that he was standing on. And he was actually, uh, you know, had a little hook that had him hooked up onto the billboard. And then he had tape in front of him, which he ended up taking off because he said it was bugging him. And he was in his tidy whities And then... Uh, you know, the fire department showed up, the police showed up, because there was all kinds of people and traffic was starting to slow down. Well, the traffic, and then they showed up and locked everything down. Uh, they shut, the, closed the road, they put crime tape up around in the parking lot of a CVS that the billboard was, uh, you know, attached to, the billboard is, you know, in the, the CVS parking lot, and, you know, made the people back up, it was just Weird. I didn't understand. Like he Instagrammed, I'm attached to a billboard right now. I want to emphasize that a team of real professionals rigged everything safely. There's zero chance of me falling. And it's important to me that we not waste any valuable city resources on this. I'm happy just to hang out and really want the world to know about this project that I work so hard on. It's called Gnarly. And if you're over 18, check it out at stevo.com. Thanks. Well... Okay, now you got to believe that he had a prior. You know, everyone had prior knowledge to this going on, and yet the police shows up, and then the fire department showed up, and they shut down the road, and they brought the ladder truck in, and then they pulled the ladder up to Steve-O. and they unhooked him, and then they gave him a helmet, and they he had to put on a mask, and they brought him down, and then they. Gave him the the once over medically and he did not go to the hospital. I don't know. I don't understand why they spent all this time and money on uh, police and fire to get him down off of that. He was fine. It was a bit. Really strange. Uh, I haven't read why why, uh, they ended up getting him down. Maybe it was all part of the bit and it was already paid for. To have it done so that the police showed up and the fire showed up so that it would bring press coverage to the event which now that i'm saying it out loud that's probably what it was i know uh, Stu mondell was great uh in sky fox uh covering it on uh on their on their on fox in la on their facebook page uh, it was you know it was fun to listen to and he was great but i just couldn't figure out why it was such a why the police and fire department were called on an event that was probably sanctioned now though it makes sense if they had already been paid like the bill that you would get if they showed up we're just going to pay it ahead of time so that they do show up and that way the press will cover it even more duh okay good job steve We might as well get to some of the headlines under the heading of space. There's plenty of stories under the heading of space. Uh, A Russian satellite weapon shows the danger of hazy rules in space. Yeah. Uh, Radio burst magnetar from uh, the Milky Way. Now, apparently this is the closest that a radio burst has come from. It came within our own Milky Way. And we don't know where they come from. We know that these, uh, FRBs, these fast radio bursts, uh, show up. Most of them show up from hundreds of millions of light years away. This one, 30,000 years ago. And it came from a star or a dead star. Uh, on the other side of the Milky Way. So it's, you know, it's in our range. It's right around the corner. Now, they last, you know, half a second. And it sets off all kinds of astronomical, or I'm sorry, astroni- astronomers, Astronomy, me, astronomer. Astro- astro- it sends off alarms at all the observatories around the world. So uh, there's still don't. They're puzzled. They don't know where they come from. They think that it might be black holes colliding. Write your own jokes. It could be alien starships. They don't know. I love how we just keep getting a little recommended. It could be alien starships. Really? So it's possible that that happens, right? Well, we don't know. We don't know. All right. We have a headline that says black holes fail to do its job. Oh, well, we know what black holes are supposed to do. Apparently this black hole isn't creating anything. It's just there, which means that stars are creating faster in this particular, in this black hole. It's just really weird. But they're saying that uh, the one... It reminds me of an old expression, one of the astronomers. When the cat's away, the mice will play. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Here, the cat or the black hole is quiet, and the mice or stars are very busy. (laughs) Right? Uh, That was from Julie... Helmesec Lorando of the University of Montreal in Canada. She led the study. So apparently 300 times faster than the rate at which our galaxy, the Milky Way, is forming stars. Okay. All right. Good deal. Now we say we have a dwarf planet that could possibly, uh, you know, has water, could possibly house humans. No problem. It's right there around the corner between Mars and Jupiter and it shows it has a liquid reservoir underneath the surface that's at least regional and maybe global I mean that's good if we're looking for a place to go now the information came from the 2018 flyby of Ceres C-E-R-E-S NASA's Dawn Space Probe And that spacecraft revealed bright patches uh, on part of the object's surface indicating the presence of salt brine that emerged within the planet and eventually evaporated. Okay. NASA's planetary scientist, Julie Castile, said water is considered one of the key ingredients for life as we know it. Er, Thank you. Appreciate it. They also have spied a Milky Way that is at the very beginning, or at least when they spied it, it was ten uh, percent of its current age, and they thought it was just this chaotic explosion kind of thing. And apparently, it uh, looks calm and pretty, pretty secure. Okay, you know it's tough being twelve. 12- billion or so light years away (laughs) so you know we've got that going for us we also know that uh, elon is uh doing well he just got the deal with uh with nasa and he is beating the crap out of uh and you know you know that uh jeff is 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 messed up jeff bezos you know you know i'm talking about jeff Yeah, Um, he just got the deal, rewarded a contract from the Space Force, Elon, for at least one confirmed launch in 2022 and an undetermined number of missions between 2022 and 2026. Um, hmm, I wonder what happened to Blue Origin and his deal for military space. I don't know. Maybe Jeff will... You know, he's probably mad, blames it on Trump. We'll see. And you know, I also saw that just an incredible number. We I think we talked about it at one point. Incredible number of satellites that are being, being let go and flying around the Earth. Here's a new, I mean, get this, okay? So thousands of satellites are going to be launched into space. I mean, Elon said that a few years ago, right? And they just keep deploying them. I mean, he just deployed another, I don't know, another 60. Okay. But uh, the Federal Communications Commission approved the launch of 12,000 satellites into orbit and submitted paperwork for another 30,000 at the end of last year. Okay. SpaceX right now, has 350 starlink satellites orbiting earth it planned to launch it plans to launch a couple dozen more batches which contain 60 that's where i got the 60 from so each batch that they're sending up has 60 satellites in each batch it's just incredible i mean a new job a new million dollar idea for you is we've got to find a way and maybe Bezos needs to work on this instead of being pissed about the the government contract for the launches maybe he needs to worry about somebody's going to have to go and pick up the trash the dead satellites somebody's going to have to go take care of those there's too many of those flying around and there's too much space junk up there we've got to take care of it got to all right and we've got some uh, headlines here that uh, are under the entertainment heading I uh, I just highlighted a, a row of them and we'll just go down them real quick uh, Matthew McConaughey grills Anthony Fauci on COVID on Instagram live I'm sure that was riveting uh, Florida State University football players accuse school of lying about their COVID test results okay NFL player cut after dressing up female and attempting to sneak her into the team hotel. Yeah, that's going on with the NBA, too, right? That's what we did that story yesterday. They they need to have their uh, mistresses and girlfriends uh, show up, and uh, they're trying to sneak them in. So, I mean, that just ruins the whole bubble effect. It's just incredible. Uh, Madden 21 drops Washington Redskins name and logo. Thank you it's about freaking time i'm actually surprised that didn't happen a while ago that the video game was just calling them uh, washington but it didn't washington redskins washington uh nfl team minority owners pushing dan snyder to sell the team i told you when they fir- <laughs> it's dan it's never enough and he fought for a long time a long time to keep it, Washington Redskins. In fact, it said that he would never change it. So it wouldn't surprise me that he were would sell and just say, I've had enough, I can't do it anymore. But he loves the team. So we'll see. But you knew it's never enough. Never. Never, never, never. Uh, according to uh, L.A. Times... Hollywood has a whiteness problem with hiring. That's good. Dally Parton, according to this story, defends BLM. Says little white asses to stop complaining. That'd be interesting to read that. I'm just giving you the headlines. I'm not reading, Go break, getting into the stories because I have a feeling that maybe that might not be 100% true, but that's what the headline says. Um, is Broadway over? COVID could shutter the doors of New York's theaters. Well, it already has, right? I mean, I don't know that it's over, but it, I mean, they have, uh, that is a, a, just that is a nightmare going on in New York, especially, I mean, Broadway. Uh, restaurants and retail chains are closing its doors. People are moving out. Um, and we're still there. The city is uh, being charged. Uh, uh, I forget how much money it was. What was it? Um, two million a night to house 13,000 homeless people because they're they've moved them into the hotels and we've talked about that before on the show but the city is going broke. people are leaving. they're trying to raise taxes but you can only raise taxes so much if nobody's there and nobody's paying. so it won't be long before they stop people from going. Uh, AMC apparently is opening up hundred theaters next week. Good. Uh, you know, you'll have two people in each theater, so everybody can be socially distanced and wearing their mask and it'll be good. And Leonardo DiCaprio, apparently his production company, uh, strikes a deal with Sony. That's good. Cause Leo, Leo needs to make some more money and produce some more films. I hope it's all about climate change, man. Do I hope that his deal is all about climate change. If he is making movies that isn't about climate change, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to, it makes me almost want to open the story to find out, but I bet you it is. I bet you it is. We're going to open the story and find out. So the company, Appian Way and Sony are already developing two films and it says here, no additional details on projects are available. According to the studio CEO, his producing and acting instincts, um, are both driven by service to the best material in the world said uh, referring to Jennifer Davison Appian Way's president of production which is well under uh, DiCaprio he's uh, produced uh, the DiCaprio films The Reverend Wolf of Wall Street, Aviator, Shutter Island but the company also reportedly signed a first look deal with Apple that would cover television productions and documentary features it just—I mean, I, for sure, those documentary features are going to be on, all on climate change. But it doesn't say, and maybe Leo at least is smart enough to know that uh, if he's going to make a few uh, a few billion more dollars in the next few years, you might as well just have the company create—I uh, don't know—great content. And not all about climate change. But we shall see. A friendly reminder. And some of you may think to yourself, well, not so friendly. But I just want to tell you to subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, share, rate and review, do whatever you can to let people know about this podcast, Chewing the Fat, with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Uh, Subscribe. Subscribe and download the podcast. Please. I'm asking nice. Okay? Uh, Very important, though, that that happens. So, choose whatever platform you'd like. iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. Stitcher and there's plenty of other platforms as well and then subscribe to Chewing the Fat and then if you're able to rate and review and and leave a comment that lets other people be aware of the podcast please do that please do that as well I would appreciate it very much thank you now you can follow me on all the other social media platforms as well twitter at jeffyjfr JFR. Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor is Jeff Fisher Radio. And my YouTube channel is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, that you can follow there as well. You know, you can subscribe and click the little notification bell so you get notified when a new video gets uploaded. I just uploaded a new video last night. Uh, I want to thank my man, Tiny, in Texas, who uh, gave me. The uh, the gavel, and uh, so you can go to my YouTube channel and see me open up that product as well. I'm not going to use the gavel today, so I want you to go watch the video. But the gavel will become incorporated somehow, some way, because uh, there are times when I want to gavel. I want to either clear the courtroom or I want to bring the courtroom to order. And, uh, so I love it. Thank you so much. It's really nice. It's got, uh, you'll just go, just go watch the video on YouTube. Uh, or if you follow me on, uh, you know, the social media accounts, I've shared it on all of those. So when you go and watch it, and if you're not a subscriber to the YouTube channel, subscribe. And if you're not a subscriber to the podcast, subscribe. Do I care if you follow me on the social media platforms? Eh, kinda. But most importantly, subscribe to the podcast chewing the fat subscribe to the youtube channel chewing the fat and then you can come along for the social media following as well okay number one podcast number two youtube number three social media twitter at jeffy jfr facebook instagram parlor jeff fisher radio got it okay so we're all familiar we're all familiar with the regular Netflix sounder, right? Yeah, that's the regular one. That's the one that, uh, you know, you log into to Netflix and that's what we hear. Okay, so they decided that that is great for people watching in their homes. But they really wanted to have something that was more for movies. the A symphonic version of the sound that set people up for a longer experience. So they went to Hans Zimmer. And if you're not familiar with Hans, look it up. I mean, the guy is a legend. And he's been behind some of the greatest soundtracks in the world and they went to Hans and said hey Hans we'll give you a couple of bucks (laughs) why don't you come up with something for us and he has it's 15 seconds and it's the new you know Netflix movie mood sounder and it's I mean if you haven't had a chance to see it I'll tweet it out uh so you could if those of you that are following me on Twitter uh, can go ahead and see it Uh, maybe i'll put it on my facebook too but uh you can and i'll put it on parlor too gee stop looking at me okay get off my back but you can uh you'll see the difference and it's got the you know the multi lights and uh, the sound but the sounder is actually really kind of cool course the ending has the you know classic netflix end that it builds up to but uh so if you're getting ready to watch a netflix film so there you have it Netflix. I see where Apple and Fortnite are getting ready for an Battle Royale, an epic showdown. Uh, Fortnite is uh, using a payment plan uh, through Fortnite itself. And Apple App Store. Is like no, you're not supposed to do that. That's a violation of our App Store guidelines. And Fortnite is like, so we're doing our own in-app payment system. And whether you like it or not, we're going to bypass that 30% fee that you're charging us. <laughs> okay. Uh, good luck. I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. I, you know, that's one of the things that Cook was. Referring to in his testimony to Congress when he talked about the different price scales for payments and fees at the App Store and how they've cut it back. And, and, you know, Fortnite has been battling with Apple for quite some time. Now, they already implemented the payment system in the Android version, and Google. Took them off the Play Store, so Android users can still download Fortnite using Epic's own app launcher, which is distributed independently through any mobile web browser. And the according, you know, to the plan, the open Android ecosystem lets developers distribute apps through multiple app stores. But Play Store, obviously, we have consistent policies that are fair to developers and keep the store safe for users. While Fortnite remains available on Android, we can no longer make it available on Play because it violates our policies. However, we welcome the opportunity to continue our discussions with Epic and bring Fortnite back to Google Play. I bet you do. I bet you do. So this battle is going on. Fortnite wants the fight, and they want to prove that Google and Apple, in particular, are charging way too much Money, so that fight is gonna go on. It's gonna be, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch because they both, right now, can afford the battle. So it should be fun to watch. Instagram facing uh, some battles of its own. They are being sued, uh, or you know, in could face up to fines of. $500 billion in a class action lawsuit. So if you win the case, you should be able to get like 10 or 11 whole dollars. A new lawsuit accuses Instagram of collecting people's biometric data without their consent. Okay. Under the law, Facebook could be faced to pay up to $5,000 per violation for as many as 100 million Instagram users totaling, you know, $500 billion. Of course, Facebook says it's a baseless lawsuit. So we'll see. They're also in trouble for censoring a British model who is uh, black and plus-sized. Oh, my gosh. Could you pick anything worse to censor than a black plus-sized model. Wow. So she claims that she's posted these topless pictures and you look at them and they don't look bad. Uh, You know, she's in shorts. She doesn't have uh, anything else on and her arms are crossed in front of her. I've seen way worse. Uh, She's right. Um, I've seen way worse from... White, skinny models on Instagram. Incredible that they're being censored like that. She claims that uh, after the images of her posing with her arms covering, uh, they were repeatedly removed. Wow. That's incredible if that's true. That they didn't let that live. And, you know, I believe her. I know that they have their community guidelines regarding nudity and content of sexual nature but and they warned her that her page was at risk of being deleted altogether wow I know of I mean I've seen them of these models that post with little with almost nothing on and little you know emoji stars on their breasts they're not covered up with their arms like hers is it's just amazing if that's true and I believe her that it is. So we'll see. Instagram will uh, will be battling that. Why are white plus-size bodies seen as acceptable and accepted and black plus-size bodies are not? That's a good question. Isn't that a good question? Yes, it is. Her name is uh, Naomi Nicholas Williams, N-Y-O-M-E, Nicholas Williams, the photographer Alexandra Cameron uh, is the post that I see on her Instagram post here, but Naomi is saying uh, her her Instagram account uh, Curvy Naomi C U R V Y N Y O M E. It's a verified account from London. The posts are. Definitely no worse than what I have seen let fly on Instagram. So I'm not sure why they wouldn't let her post those. But if it's true that they were a sensory, I'm sure it's just an algorithm problem. Right? Couldn't have anything other to do than just an algorithm problem. Right? Right. Now she's also wound up that people are using her likeness uh, for free without giving her any money. I don't blame her there. I mean, she needs to, she needs to be mad. Now she said uh, she wrote a big post saying, uh, "I'm taking a picture of this with a phone case that has my likeness on it, but this uh, woman illustration." Who did it drew me without asking and was selling merchandise with my illustration on it and didn't send me any of the t-shirts, phone cases, or posters made with me on them. This isn't the first time. Only after uh, Dina was questioned about it was I compensated in only $75 and sent the items of my likeness on it and given the money from the bits the illustration of me sold. This is no way a drag on on Dina. No, of course not. I've spoken with her and I told her it was unacceptable and that I would like to continue to be compensated if any of the other bits with my illustration continue to sell on the website. Yeah, no kidding. We all would like that. Well, there's no problem with that. And I need I needed to do this post to let other... Now, this is the thing that gets me, okay? So it's, it's, let other white illustrators, artists, photographers etc. that are so inspired by us black people to please ask before you draw us and then compensate us and if you're using an image someone else has captured of me, ask their permission also. I should not even have to say to ask before using something of someone else's but this is white privilege at its finest. Check your rass white privilege and hold yourself accountable. If this happens again I won't be so cool about it. Oh, I know you sounded really cool there. I mean, I was good with you all the way up to the white privilege stuff. And I'm still with you. All the way up to the white privilege stuff. Then not so much. And then there was uh, there's Instagram Reels, which we talked about, uh, you know, Instagram, uh, you know, getting Instagram Reels out there, their answer to TikTok. And there was a big review in the New York Times. And the review was not good. Uh, not good at all. Uh, TikTok was still number one. It was easier to use and everything. But, you know, obviously we have the other issues with TikTok, which we've talked about on this podcast before. But as far as the usability of the product, TikTok wins. So whatever Instagram Reels is supposed to be, it ain't. story didn't say that. If I remember right, it didn't say whether the reviewers were getting paid by TikTok. So I mean, that could always be an issue, too. New York Times, China, TikTok. It's possible. <laughs> I was looking through uh, emails, chewing the fat at the com, And of course I got, uh, got an email. I say, of course, because he's uh, frequently contacts me and I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the interaction. Our official ambassador of prisons, uh, or two prisons, Jason, uh, has emailed me saying that he was listening to the podcast, uh, would have been yesterday's podcast where we talked about touching money and people being nervous about, uh, touching money because of germs and the rona and he's saying that he would like to carry the burden of handling all that unwanted money he could and he says we but i don't know you know i, I you know, i'll give him a couple of bucks to get it started uh, start a little garbage company <laughs> and pick up the dirty cash that's a good idea i'm all for that he also uh talks uh, in his email did he talk on the email or did he print? He also mentions in his email that he got uh, told at the Disney store. this, And we've talked about this on this program before that it's coming. And guess what? It's already here. The Disney store told him that his Gator style make liberals cry again face covering wasn't an approved face covering. So he's saying here, it's not just cover up. It's a specific style of mask. And that's exactly what we said here on this program was going to happen. You were going to be, it's not just the mask, but the type of mask as well. Now we've got plenty of people trying to develop masks with smiley faces smudges and giving you uh, makeup that was mask friendly since masks is the new normal. But, uh, I went out and looked at people out and about wearing masks and I had a couple, I got to thinking about a couple of new conspiracy theories that I think we should get started one uh i i read this somewhere and i don't remember where so oh that wasn't you jeff that was somebody else i'll give credit all right Uh, i just don't know who to give credit to but it's the idea that the masks are being pushed on us so that they can china being they but we're in on it too can up their game on facial recognition the hardest part of the facial recognition was the top half of your, of your face. So if you're wearing a mask, they're going to have to up the recognition factor of their facial recognition software, and this will do it. Okay. Uh, we've just created a faceless society, in my eyes, and it's a, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. The other conspiracy theory is Since we've been in the pandemic and we're supposed to all get sick, I see where the chemtrails dropping the poison on me has slowed down a little. Uh, Pretty much altogether stopped. Huh. Huh. Coincidence? Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So I see where Wendy's is uh, bragging up their breakfast. Now they're claiming that breakfast now accounts for 8% of their total sales. And that we were really hoping for 10% of total sales by the end of the year. So just because, you know, we got, we launched it and then we went into a lockdown and yet we're still getting 8% total sales. That's huge. I mean, uh, still pretty strong numbers for uh, for Wendy's breakfast, you know, like the breakfast baconator and the frosty Chino. <laughs> I have not had a Wendy's breakfast yet. I'm so disappointed in my life. I, I'm very disappointed in my life. I, I, that has to change. I, I apologize. I really do. Also, uh, news that I thought uh, was kind of strange. We are believing that chicken wings exported from Brazil to China, tested positive for coronavirus. Huh. So the chicken wings, frozen from Brazil to China, tested positive for coronavirus. Interesting, since I thought we were told that that couldn't really happen. So I guess it was uh, discovered in uh, Shenzhen, during a routine screening of imported meat and seafood carried out since uh, June, screenings were implemented after the coronavirus outbreak uh, in Beijing. So it was linked to the seafood market. The coronavirus outbreak in Beijing was linked to the seafood market. The coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan was linked to the uh, food market. It's interesting that it was both outdoor. Markets. Anyway, uh, the people who have come in contact with the chicken wings, along with the food products stored near the batch, were tested by Shenzhen's health authorities and uh, were told that all the results came back negative. Okay. Well, then we're good. Gosh darn it, we believe you. Now, as a side, there's a throwaway in this story. They also reported that uh, coronavirus was found on packages of shrimp. Oh. So it's found on packages of something else as well. And that leads me back to the original frozen chicken wings. Was it the wings that tested positive for coronavirus or the packaging? Because it says in the story that it's the batch of frozen chicken wings. And then the throwaway at the bottom is packages of shrimp. It doesn't say the actual shrimp. So, it's on packages and it's on the meat itself. Okay. Now, the shrimp came from Ecuador. The chicken wings came from Brazil. Huh. Okay. Both, I mean, they're right there, right? If you don't know, your are <laughs> uh, here's the globe. Uh, this is South America and here's Brazil. Huge country. In South America and Ecuador is right there, uh, right there on the, the other side of the, the continent. Now, if I remember right, Brazil and Ecuador don't touch their borders, don't cross each other, but it's still on the same continent. So anyway, uh, I just, I find that interesting. I find that interesting. Don't you? A lot of houses for sale around the country right now. Uh, Lori Laughlin, Lori, Lori, Lori. Pay for my, uh, pay for my uh, tuition, Lori. In fact, this could almost be a Operation Varsity Blues segment. I should make it one. You know what? You know what? There is new news in the heading of Operation Varsity Blues. (laughs) I'm going to have that in my head Uh, all weekend now. Canon. Tonight's episode, Lori's new home. Uh, So her and hubby Bought a new place in Hidden Hills, California, a gated community that's also home to many other celebrities. Now, remember, they just sold their Bel Air home that they had listed for uh, I don't know, like 30, 40 million, and the Tinder co founder gave them just under 19 million. Here, get out of here. Here's 19 million. But the new place, 9.5 million okay uh no not a bad deal and it's a brand new house no one has lived in it before 11,748 square feet six bedrooms nine bathrooms it's a modern farmhouse style fashion pool uh, in the night lit backyard lined with luxurious recliner sunbathing chairs The entire crib, which was built just last year, has never before been occupied, spans two stories, and is said to be a fresh take on luxury country living. Oh. Okay. It's got a temperature-controlled wine cellar, movie theater, chef's kitchen, featuring up-to-date, lavish appliances, white cabinetry, and marbled countertops. The home itself is located in a quiet cul-de-sac in a community that is... Also occupied by the Kardashians, Drake, Miley Cyrus, The Weeknd. <laughs> oh, and uh, 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 John Stamos, uh, another uh, co-star. So uh, of Lori's. So I mean, they're doing okay. It's uh, you know, it's a little bit of a little bit of a downsize to the Bel Air place. I can't remember how big the Bel Air place was. I'm sure it was probably about the same size as this place. It's just a different neighborhood, so, you know, the price drops a little bit. But uh, they're still struggling, right? You can tell they're struggling. I know there's a couple of other house stories. But since we're inside the uh, Operation Varsity Blues, we'll talk about uh, the guy that the tipster, the whistleblower. That uh, the Los Angeles based financier who tipped off investigators about the uh, college admission scandal, which turned into Operation Varsity Blues. Cannon, tonight's episode, I mean, he wore a wire. For the FBI, uh, Maury Tobin, 57, he helped the federal authorities big time. Now, he also uh, had some fraud charges with stocks. And so, that was, uh, the college bribery case was great. And we really thank him for that. But he could have gone to jail for like eight years for the, uh, for the stock fraud that he was a part of. So, apparently, it, said, it says here, which I'm not quite sure, I don't know the whole story, but it says here that he sold stock to investors at inflated prices. Isn't that, you You buy things low and you sell high? Anyway, uh, not stocks, Jeff. Whatever the price is, that's what you pay. It's just like tickets and ticket value. I got it. So, his help with them, the uh, government said, uh, "Boy, uh, you know we we think that uh, we think that it's fine. We don't want to. We don't want anything to go crazy." So the U.S. district judge sentenced him to a year and a day in prison. Wow! And that had more to do with the uh, with the stock fraud case, other than Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> so a couple other uh, housing stories uh katzenberg jeffrey katzenberg mr quibby uh sells his beverly hills mansion for 125 million dollars huh i wonder why he's selling his joint in beverly hills for 125 million dollars Could it be that he needs the cash? According to this story, no. He said he and his wife have been looking to downsize. Uh Uh-huh. And they received an offer they couldn't refuse. Okay. And they get to stay in the house for another six months? They plan to remain in the, you know, obviously they're not going to move into Lori, Lori, Lori's neighborhood. (laughs) Please, stay in Beverly Hills. This property, twenty-six thousand square feet. <laughs> now, this publication reported that the buyer is a UK family, huh? A UK family, who could that be? Now, you'd think it would be Meghan and Harry, but one hundred twenty-five million. million. that's a that's uh, that's steep for even them. So, uh, Megan and Harry apparently bought a new place for only fourteen million. On uh, Montecito Estate. Okay. And you know, Oprah lives out there. So, Oprah probably got them a pretty good deal. Well, I'll get you this 18,000 square foot home. Five acres. Nine bedrooms. 16 baths. 14 million. It's perfect for you two. And the baby. Perfect. Oh. Okay. No problem. It's got a beautiful pool. The lawns are beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, lots and lots of what you want, privacy. It's behind multiple gates. It's super secure. And for $14 million, it damn well ought to be right. Right. Because uh, Montecito, I believe, is the home to uh, Ellen, as well as Drew Barrymore, who is going to take Ellen's place. Rob L- Oh, I didn't know that. They lived in the same neck of the woods. That is interesting. I wonder if Ellen pissed off Drew Barrymore, and that's why Drew Barrymore has taken over as a talk show host mark my words drew's gonna be the new star rob low dick wolf patrick stewart scooter braun i mean who can and oprah all live out there so that's where megan and megan and harry are moving to according to this i don't think they have the 125 unless they you know called up grandma and said uh, i know you're mad <laughs> i know you're mad but, you know, we, we're not royals anymore. But, Grandma, you know, I'm always a royal through and through, even if she says no. And we're looking at this place in Beverly Hills. It's only $125 million. Could you just, you know, can we go to, can we run over to Western Union and uh, pick up, you know, could you send us a couple of bucks? The down payment isn't going to be $125 million, Grandma. Look, I know you're worried about Grandpa. He's really, you know, he's getting up there in age. And, and I'm just, you know, I want to keep this you know, on the download, don't tell, don't tell dad, Prince Charles or anything just between, you know, you and me. Okay. Love you. See you later. Take care. So, I mean, they don't even have that money. So the 14 million does seem legitimate, but they better get to work. Uh, somebody has got to make some cash to pay for all this, right? Right. You know, I'm right. <laughs>